It is Monday, July 6th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Kieran McCauley, Zach Rothenberger. Oh yeah, look at this. A little, you know, we're we're getting back another it's a post it's post week. I feel like these Mondays after the holiday are always brutal. You know, it's it's, it's, it's it, like getting back after the fourth of July, Zach's a little tough. Yeah, it's it's really hard, you know, because especially with the long weekend, three days off, and you know, you get back to the the nine to five grind, or in our cases like seven to five grind, and uh it uh <laughs> It's exhausting to say the least. So it was a big smack in the face. Wake up, go forget you have a job. So I know, I know. I always feel like it's harder to go back with like when you have a three day weekend. It's tougher like when you have the Friday off instead of the Monday because at least the Monday you're like, all right, we got a short week. Like it's tough you're getting after a long weekend, but you're like, all right, we only have four days. It's like it's like the second gift that comes from the weekend. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's like I don't know about you, but Saturday during the day, I was like, oh, man, I feel like this this weekend's flying by. It's yeah, gonna, it's gonna, be that Friday goes on. like that quick. Yeah. You really savor it, you know, yeah. when it's on a Monday compared yeah. to the Friday. Yeah, I know. I totally, because the Friday just feels – you're kind of just don't really know what to do with yourself. Like, you're not working. You're, you're just kind of, you know, somewhere, you know, I don't know. It's, it catches up for yeah, sure. it does. It does catch up. I'll tell you. So, while we're at it, let's, uh, let's catch up to a little clickbait. By the way, did you have a good Fourth of July? Yeah, it was nice. Just that uh, I just hung out with uh, with Nina and Ozzy and just kind of enjoyed the hot hot weather. How about you? Yeah, you know we went. Um, so we were supposed to go kayaking on uh, Friday, but uh, if you can believe it, you need to make reservations for something like that on the Fourth of July weekend, which we we did not factor that in. So uh, there was no kayaking, but we just walked around uh, old Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. For anyone that needs to get a map out, um, that's where we were. But uh, you know, in the Twitch world, that is. Uh, but yeah, so we went, uh, hung out there and then yeah, Saturday went to a little pool party. So had grilled out. Yeah, it's good. 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 Fourth of July. Great. Fourth of July. I, I always nice. love uh, Fourth of July is actually low key. If you didn't know this, Zach, my favorite holiday. Really? I never knew yeah. that because I'm a big fan of holidays like Thanksgiving where there's no actual, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh responsibility, mm-hmm. right. To like something, right. Like church, there's like the presents, the da da da. Like, the, yeah. like there's, there's like a lot to it. Birthdays, right. The same kind of thing. With like Thanksgiving, it's like okay, you just got that dinner. That's great. Like I dinner. And you got football, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and then and exactly. And then Fourth of July, it's just like we're probably gonna grill. We're probably just gonna hang out. You don't have to work. It's the weather's gonna be fine. Worst case scenario, it's warm rain. Like that's not gonna kill you. Like yeah. it's uh, yeah, I love the vibes. Oh, it's great. That's a great point. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You know, try to look at it from positive, you know, positive perspective. Um, and I think the good news is right. So if the Fourth of July is on Sunday next year, that means then I believe we get Monday off. Yeah, I saw that. So that's we're good. already looking ahead. Look at that. Exactly. So speaking of that, let's, uh, let's jump into it. Though. A lot of stuff happened over the sports weekend because the sports world never stops. Right. Um, but let's get to it a little quickly. Like, uh, you know, well, while I tease the show too, right. We got some great viewers on tonight. Right. So uh, MLB actually just released their schedule uh, less than an hour ago. So we were chatting about that before we jumped on the air. So we'll break that down a little bit. Uh, obviously NFL, everything's starting to you know, heat up a little bit on the gridiron. You know, as training camps right around the corner. Um, some some news there will break down, uh, and then you know we'll, we'll talk a little about championships. You know, right? We Joey Chestnut won another one in the hot dog eating contest. Zach, did you watch that at all? By the way, I did. I saw the last couple of minutes. I turned it on. Yeah, Oof. I didn't, but that was, that was during the Arsenal game. That was you know. Oh, that's true. It's gonna uh, you know yeah. I was I was yeah. I don't know who's getting more sick by me watching Arsenal or or, or you know <laughs> yeah, people eating the hot dogs. But it's a close one. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, and then we'll also talk about teams that are forgetful when it comes to winning championships, right? Teams that want championships that uh, we might not remember. But, yeah, we got a great show for everyone lined up. But, like I said, let's always uh, kick it off as normal with a little clickbait cleanup. So, I can't – I don't think I can't talk. It's like I'm, like, three days, like, over. I'm, like – It's that Monday. It's all right. It is. It yeah. is. We've gotten past the whole, like, getting on the air five minutes late, but now my tongue's just, you know, oh, it's all right. Hey, it's a Monday from a long weekend. I'm with you. 
Yeah. But all right. Without further ado, I'm going to just punt it over to you. Take it away with a little clickbait. Yeah, sure. So the clickbait clickbait that I found is kind of tied to the whole MJ last dance thing. Like there's still, apparently there's still people out there that are, that are hanging on to that and trying to say would have, could have, should have in that era. So Kenny, the jet Smith, uh, there was an article that came out, I believe it was from sports illustrated, but long story short, Kenny, the jet Smith says that his rockets would have beat MJ's bulls. Okay. So oh God. think about it. The year that MJ was off to go play baseball, the rockets, Kenny's rockets, they won that year. The following year when MJ kind of came in towards the end and kind of helped play a little bit in that playoff action, they won again that year. Okay, the Rockets did. But on the the other – so Kenny Smith was there for six years. They won those two years. Those other four years when Smith was with the Rockets, the Bulls won all those four years each, each time. Okay. And last time I checked, in order to be in the finals, you have to win the Western Conference to get in to even play the Bulls, right? Yeah. So why are you talking about that you would have beat the Bulls if you didn't even beat the team that yeah, the Bulls what? beat, right? Like, like you're not even like in the conversation for those years. That's like saying I would have asked her out. <laughs> she yeah. was in your class. You could have done it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's like saying, oh, I would have asked her out if I sat next to her. Right. It's there's like no what? class. Like, <laughs> like what difference does it make? Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so you it's had just- a chance. It's just the whole would have, could have, should have game that people are and, saying. And, you know, I hate those types of comments because all that does is open us up to talk about crap like that. Like, because, you know, maybe lesser shows than ours. And that's, you know, that's insane. I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know, I was going to say, right, there's, you know, there's those shows by ESPN, right? They're like, oh, by the way, so you think it's true? And like, right, no one's even going to like state the obvious like you just did. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the years that they had their chance, they never even were able to get up, step up to the plate to take a swing at them. So it's like, what are you saying? You have to, you have to beat the Jazz. You have to beat the Supersonics. You have to beat all those other teams before you Dude, can even get to the, the Bulls. Was that Sports Illustrated that did that? It was, yeah. Oh, dude, they was. suck. They're really know, bad. You know, there's certain publications that I specifically look for to try to find clickbait. And I think Sports Illustrated after this one, like, made it all my, my oh, yeah. radar. So see, it's so funny. They they kind of dropped so hard off my radar of like being some type of uh, legitimate news source that <laughs> I always forget to look for them as clickbait. Um, but it's funny, you know who is always a good one. Uh, I'll jump into mine. ESPN. Hey, always a good one to find a little clickbait. Um, so yeah, we don't have to dive into this one quick. I just saw this over the weekend. I was like, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> Carlos Correa has asked his wife Daniela to stop going to beauty salons until the season's over to avoid contracting the coronavirus. Wow, how about that? How about that? That's I, a, yeah, go, please. please say, say that's something. a breaking news statement to make right there. I just I looked, I was like, really? That's where we're at, ESPN? <laughs> we're that we're there. That's bad. That's pretty bad. That, that's like that's like someone saying to his friend, Oh, by the way, you have to make sure you wear your mask or else like, you know, you, you have to wear your mask. It's just like a general statement that a lot of people would know and and you're not gonna yeah, I don't know. It's just I would have guessed they wouldn't have been open, but <laughs> Neither here nor right. there. I'll tell you, let's stick with baseball, though. Let's jump into the show tonight. So, um, you know, fresh off the press, if you will. So, uh, I'm even looking at right now on my TV as they're they're still doing their little uh, schedule release show. So, MLB released their schedule today. Um, tonight, I should say, less than a little bit over an hour ago, I should say. Um, so, it's 60 game schedule. And here, I'll pull up the graphic for everybody here. So, um, just a little refresher of what we're looking at. So, each team's going to play 40 divisional games. And you know what I didn't understand, Zach? I think that means like legit your division. Yeah, I think you're right. And then I guess the other 20 are your in that division, but the, like the interleague version of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, that threw me through a loop. I did not expect that. Yeah, I wasn't sure of that either until today. It kind of ironed it out. And I also don't, I'm not sure what exactly I was expecting, but when the schedule came out, I'm like, wait, they play like the, like as a Marlins fan, I'm thinking like, wait, they play the Yankees like, like once, that's it? Like I'm, I'm expecting to play like nine different like series, like mm-hmm. for whatever reason in my head, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I came back I, I down to the same thing. Yeah, now, but then it's fine. When you look at the actual schedule, it's a dash to the finish line. So each team will have six days off um, after that opening weekend. The schedule ends at the end of September, September 27th. Um, so like you were saying, Zach, they'll play 20 interleague games um, and then six against uh, a natural interleague rival. All right, so I'll actually take – oh, wait. Oh, that's um, – I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. So who is your natural one as a Phillies fan? I know the Marlins, it's the Rays, Mets, and Yankees, et cetera. But does uh, – who's the Phillies? Are they the um, – It could be the Pirates. Is it the Blue Jays? I think it's the Blue Jays. Or is it? Okay. Yeah, uh, it's like awkward. You would think it's the Orioles, but I guess they're with the Nationals. Well, like define um, natural – define a natural rival it's like whenever they have there's like a particular weekend where you're supposed to kind of play your rival quote unquote so it's like the marlins and rays and i think i think it's the pirates because there was always the on deck series for the phillies before the regular season and it was always against the pirates no well so it'd be it'd be someone in the al east basically oh uh, so we have we pretty much all line up yeah. yeah, okay. Oh, we got Alex in the chat. How are we doing, Alex? There we go, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh did you have a good 4th of July, my friend? Like, it's fine. I always think I, that, like, with the chat, you know, I always yeah. want that, like, I, I want to find a way we can get, like, calls in, like, a talk show. That'd be fun. Yeah, like um, an instant and he, The Padres winning all. So, it's funny. We can both dream. This is kind of fun. See, this is exciting. So, I was just saying to Zach, and this is where I'm not to, like, get on my little, you know, dream soapbox here. Zach, I'm looking at it. You're – you're talking about the Phillies. You're concerned that Zach Wheeler is, you know, not there, and Aaron Nola just got there, and perhaps, you know, maybe they're just, you know, they come out of the gate a little slower, especially maybe the first week when they play the Marlins against the Marlins, and then the Marlins play the the, the Orioles for four games, two at home and two on the road. So why the hell does that have to be the short series? I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> ah. Well, I guess actually they it works out because only playing the Yankees for three games, but still. Nonetheless, I'm like, okay, all right, you win a couple of those games, you're getting in there a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, like we were talking about before the show, the Marlins have a fairly soft opener, kind of, if they can take advantage of the Phillies with some players getting in here late, you know, so. It's kind of fun. And Alex, oh, we had a great 4th of July. We were talking about before, you know, we said a little poolside, and Zach, you were saying, yeah, it was it was hot out here yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah, we, well, I'm sure he knows out on the West Coast, too. So. Well, you know, yeah. they're so lucky to have that humidity, though. True, true. Oh, my God, that's everything. Yeah, it's like it saying like you don't have sales tax out there. <laughs> yeah, so we so we literally took we took Ozzy our dog for a walk and we went 200 feet and he pulled he pulled us off into the shade and just just chilled and, we're, and was like laying under a tree like just just hanging out. And we're like, all right, bud, we're with you. And we just literally sat there and ate lunch and then left. <laughs> it's that bad. I know. It's too hot. Yeah. Oh, it is. It just feels like a blanket of heat over you. Yeah. So so hold on. So it's for the chats. We're saying. It's interleague. There's there's a team that's a quote, quote unquote your interleague natural rival. Mm-hmm. So the Yankees are the inter, the Mets interleague natural rival on the American League side. So the Marlins, it's the Rays geographically because they're in Florida. The the Nationals and Orioles obviously both being in the DC metro area. So you just I feel like the well, why would it be the Red Sox? Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. I, we, I we'll have to look at the schedule. Yeah, but maybe that's a Siri question. I, I, there's no way I didn't want to put her on the spot. Do we try? Hey, why not? Just make her walk the plank on this one. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get her going. Hey, Alexa, who is the Philadelphia Phillies interleague rival? 
Philadelphia Phillies rivals are New York Mets and Atlanta Braves. Could that answer your question? No. There you go. See? The chat the chat could be could be Yeah, right. but not interleague. They're not on the American League. league. That's my uh, point. They're not on the other side. They gotta be on the other side. Could be the Red Sox. It could be. That's I, yeah, I'm curious. I actually want to look up their schedule maybe right now. But all right, anyway, let's get to baseball talk. So um, all right. So I guess for, for starters, I've kind of obviously I've I've killed the horse with the with the whole topic. Zach, you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch the games. They're more meaningful. Do you know that the, the three of those games count for one NFL game? Woo! Like I, yeah. I probably say that every every show for the last three weeks. I, I get it. So, <laughs> so to that point, did you watch the schedule release? Does it, does there is there more of a football feeling in your head right now, knowing that that schedule was gonna drop? And was there any part of you that looked at it in the sense of like how you looked at? The Phillies, yeah, I think it. Oh, see, there it is, Toronto. Toronto. There yeah, it, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but to that point, so do you think? Did you look at this at all, like a football schedule, like you're looking at the Giants or, or anything like that? Because it's um, only sixty games. Yeah, not quite to that level, I would say. Where like with, with the Giants, I diagnosed like every game to to a T. But this definitely had a, a familiar, like a similar feeling, I would say. Um, just because it's like we were without sports so long and now that's like, all right, now we actually have a set date and a set plan. Boom. Like the countdown begins. And it's just like exciting seeing who your teams are going to be, who your teams are playing to start. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not, to, not quite the excitement of the NFL. I will say I was just looking on the ESPN app for notifications on that and actually watch it, but it, it felt good. It felt, felt good to kind of get that, uh, you know, you, you finally have an enemy in sight and we can get that, get that, that feeling going with sports again. Yeah, so. I mean the games are three weeks away too. I know. Well, two and a half. I'm, I already have the countdown. Two and a half weeks. Is it? Oh, now we're talking. That's two and a half weeks. Yeah. So is I was just saying. And I'll watch the primetime games now too. Well, yeah. Well, did you see the two that are slated for opening night on the? Uh, I did 25th? not. I was actually trying to build out that graphic, and I was running around. I missed it. Oh, so, you're good. Yeah, who are, so who are the opening ones again? Yeah. So it's seven o'clock. So there's two on on uh, July 23rd. It's the Yankees at the Nationals. That's and, oh the banner game. Sure. Yeah. So I mean. Garrett Cole versus uh, Max Scherzer. That's probably what that's going to be like. Can you like that's going to be a great. That's an under. Goal. What's what's the over under going to be set that game? Like two and a half. I was just saying maybe like six and a half or something. Probably yeah. You know. So I don't know. Maybe no runs first inning. I'm not sure. It's pretty cool to I'm watching right now. I guess the Yankees are doing like a simulated like team scrimmage right now. So they have it like just broadcasting. Oh, that's cool. And it's it's cool just to see professional baseball in a professional ballpark right now oh it is i i know that you know they're in practice it looks like they're doing bp practically but it's still it's just awesome yeah i it's was just, watching i was watching the cubs highlights uh from the other day um just they're following you know ian see what was going on and yeah cubs and all that so it, yeah it was pretty cool it was it was it was neat seeing you know you darvish on the mound and all that good stuff um but yeah so after that game the 10 o'clock game is the giants at the the dodgers and then there's 14 games on the 24th. The That'd be day. fun too. So I noticed that those guys apparently they play, um, and this is better for Alex. Obviously, he knows the West way better than we do. Apparently, so apparently the Dodgers and Giants don't play each other at all in September for like the first time in God knows how long. Um, and yeah, oh. and looking at so looking at the Phillies, yeah, it's right. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Phillies for a second because I feel like we always kind of just bypass them. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, right. Like, and and to, to Alex's point, right. In the chat, the, their infield looks really good. No, we, we don't talk about Didi Gregorius being on that team now. Really I, lo- I love Didi. I love. Yeah. I loved him in New York. He's a he's a great player, great teammate too. And he's right though. I think right pitching is the biggest question mark with them. Yeah, hundred percent. But here's the thing, and Joe Joe P and I were talking about this over the weekend. 
not to make like not to to give like that media like kind of over the top kind of take, but how much do you rest on Gabe Kapler? Because and and Alex, people like us on the East Coast that watch a lot of those Phillies games, he was atrocious, atrocious. And this is me as a Marlins fan says, Zach, it was painful. Chad always, I'll never forget him calling me. He, had, he brought up such a good point. He basically he's explained because remember he, he, I mean, he was a bullpen catcher in college, right? Like he used to tell me like what goes into them warming up. Oh, that whole process, he was he lived it. So <laughs> you think about what goes into them warming up their arms. In every game where he just have a guy get warm and then throw for like one hitter and then take him out, and then the next guy, like all their arms fell off by the end of May. Yeah, no, it's 100%. And just from – I remember watching Girardi when he was with uh, the Yankees, obviously, and just the two totally different managing styles. And I think I'm a huge Girardi uh, fan here, and I, I just think that's going to be – he's going to gel greatly with these guys in Philly. And I think – yeah, I think it's going to set them and up Gregorius, for I mean, he's obviously, you know, he played for him. So you got someone in the locker room that knows what to expect. Totally, yeah. So so he can maybe help ease that transition with some of the, the players who have never played or, or really interacted much with Girardi before. I mean, obviously they're doing the best they can now in this mini spring training and the spring training they had, but definitely helpful. And the, the thing I look at too with them, not to like – Try to always bring the Marlins in, like, oh, by the way, did you know I root for that? Like, no, but right, obviously, he managed them to to get his, you know, his career started with, with you know, being a, a skipper. And dude, we were pretty good with him. The only reason he got let go is because he turned around and told the owner to shut up, which I agreed with. Yeah, <laughs> right. What? So he wasn't wrong for that. If anything, maybe love him even more, but that's why he got fired. So during a game, because the owner was trying to get involved, and, and so. I'm, to, I'm pretty sure the Marlins have three seasons. Actually, let me try this. Alexa, how many winning seasons do the Marlins have in their history? This might answer your question. The Miami Marlins are an American professional baseball team based in Miami, Florida. They compete in Major League Baseball as a member club of the National League East Division. Their home park is Marlins Park. <laughs> Just reading the Wikipedia description. <laughs> The Marlins have won two World Series championships as a wild card team. Here's what I found on Winner's Wikipedia page. Wow. It's a 1969 American television action drama sports film directed by James Goldstone and nah. Paul Newman, Joanne Woodward, and Robert Bobby. All right. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, you can stop. Yep. yep. Stop and Alexa. Yep, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, that was six. bad. They had six winning seasons. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's pretty bad. That's really bad. Well, I know he was a part of at least one of them. So there you go. So what's <laughs> yeah, that? Like, maybe two. Sixteen percent of their their uh, their existence. It's so bad. I know it's <laughs> so bad. But all right. But nonetheless, so that, basically, my point is right. He made the he made the Marlins look good. So I'm sure you're you're yeah. basically. And, and I feel like he's just what the Phillies need because they were a team that just at moments because of I felt like Kapler's managerial style. They couldn't get out of their own way. They got in a rut, right? Their leadership couldn't maybe blossom the team as maybe they wanted to. So I think he's going to be the guy that I think, one, is going to let them do those things. And, two, he's going to be able to steer them in the right – he's won a World Series. He knows what, he knows the recipe. He knows how to make the sauce. Yeah, he knows what it takes. And, and to Alex's point, I mean, Phillies on paper should be like a World Series contending or, like, you know, team for the most part, except for the pitching. Except for the pitching. I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, well, all right. That's like saying a team's a really good football team minus the quarterback. It's, it's important. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I'm saying if you look at our lineup, though, it's like, wow, what's the problem here? And then the only question mark is the pitching, you know? So obviously, Aaron Nola is great. Uh, Zach Wheeler should be great. Um, 
obviously he's about to have a kid, so who knows how long he might even be out for in a 60-game season. Missing a week yeah, or two everything. is significant, right? Um, Jake Arrieta, the number as our number three, yeah, not bad, but he's just inconsistent, and that's the problem. You know, you we've seen with how many times we've we seen with him where in the first inning he gets shelled for like four runs, but then he settles in and he's good the rest of the game. Or yeah, you can't afford that anymore. You can't do that, no. And and even with a lineup like ours, you would think, oh, okay, if he gives up one or two in the first, we'll be all right. But sometimes not so much. So it'll be interesting. It will be. And it's funny. So speaking of a four, that's actually a perfect way to, to segue into our next topic, the NFL, right? So talk about a Ford. Patrick Mahomes can afford anything now. He's a, he's a pretty uh, pretty wealthy man, Zach. Um, locking up that deal this afternoon, or at least that's what was reported with, with Adam Scheffner. Um, so Patrick Mahomes signing that – or a 10-year extension. Uh, so I guess 12 years altogether, right? Yeah, half – I mean, look – yeah, half, half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. Think about that. Half a billion. So it was a 400, 450 million. 450. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there was oh some type God. of incentives tied or even more, you know, so. Dude, yeah. Just think about that's not even all his, like, you know, like uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, he'll still be in his prime during then, too. Like, he'll be – he'll be at – Oh, he'll that, get another contract. Yeah, yeah he'll exactly. get one more after that. Like he'll, yeah, he'll be, what, in his mid-30s by the time that that, yeah. uh, that contract runs up? So, yeah, this is – yeah, totals to 503. Oh, my. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, do you That's... like this move, Karen, from Kansas City? <laughs> what, what do you want, ESPN now? Yeah, I think – yeah, no, I, they made the right decision to lock him up for a while. <laughs> no, yeah, I, right. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just playing with you. No, it right, could be like, risky it's, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. but it's, it's funny. No, no, this is perfect. And we talked about this before the show. So, okay, yeah. so from two levels, I'm going to – one, laugh about it because there, I personally think there's really only one take for this. But it's it, it's the way you look at this, the, everyone wins in this deal, right? They got arguably, in my opinion, the best quarterback in football right now. So there you go. You just locked him up for a decade, right? Which you know he'll play. It's not like you have to really sit there unless, God forbid, something really terrible happened to him from an injury perspective. From like an actual age perspective, right? You don't have to look back on it. Actually, Alexa, how old is Patrick Mahomes? I didn't mean she, I didn't, he's probably like 24, 25. They flash the light. She must be mad at me. Alexa, yeah. how old's Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is 24 years old. All right, so he's, all right, hold on. So he's 24, so he'll be 36 when that contract's up, right? Yeah. Okay. So he'll be 36. That's right. Rogers' age right now. So, he'll yeah, he'll definitely get one more contract. And I'm sure at some point in that time, if they want to extend it's actually – see, look, exactly. Like when you actually really open this thing up – it's perfect because around year six, year seven, they can restructure it, mm. add on a few more years and be like, all right, just tell us how many more years you want to play in Kansas City and we'll do it, right? Yeah. So there you go. So I think from a Chiefs perspective, it works. Like you don't have to really dive in, right? Like it's like the whole investment. Whatever you think, whatever risk, whatever negative you think could ever happen out of doing something like this, it doesn't matter. He's that good. And like there's no – and that's, I guess, my point. Well, I think it's stupid to watch like ESPN or NFL Network where they're actually going to sit down and be like, well, it's a lot of money. Yeah, no kidding, it's a lot of money. Like, <laughs> you ever see the guy play? He's really good. Right. <laughs> so like, he's the one to generate some talent. So I, mean, I can't even talk. It's all like I'm like, Ugh. so. And then from his perspective, I think you might have a. So it's funny. I think if you want to actually like quote unquote make a segment out of it, most people could talk about it from his perspective. I feel like I'm hogging this right now, but let me. Hey, I'll finish my in a second. Wrong with it. So. From his perspective, I also think it makes a lot of sense to sign because most people will be like, oh, well, if you wait like two more years, man, like, you know, so from the one perspective, he gets to get paid and restructure and maybe add years. Like, so that, like all the stuff that benefits the Chiefs also benefits him. 
And then the seam end, it's perfect because you don't know what the future holds. Like we talk about, it sounds kind of bizarre because he's so young. His stock is, how is it really ever going to be higher? And, and I talked about this before he jumped on the air, Zach. When you mix in, obviously, his talent and what he brings to the table, that's that alone is worth the money. And then when you add his age, the, the potential longevity, that's everything. So it, it's such a sexy price for someone to sign, right? Because, like, if let's just say God forbid something happens to him, right? Well, okay, you just made a half a billion dollars. So, I, I mean, it makes – I don't know. I just think it makes yeah. too much sense for both sides. Absolutely. And what Alex is saying in the chat, I mean, what's what would his value be in another five years? So, getting that 42 roughly million a year that Alex is saying, which is what it would work out to roughly, it's probably a steal for the Chiefs because the market would be set probably way higher than that for a player like him in five, six years, maybe even shorter than that. And, and to add to that point, right, the deal probably is going to end whatever deal they would have conjured up with that amount of cash, mm-hmm. right? It's more, like you said, it's more, and they're probably still going to wrap it up around when he's 36 to reassess things a little bit, see, make sure he's good, right? Like, so, it's, you know, all it really would do is both, like, the Chiefs would be losing money and, and Mahomes would be losing money, like, now and a little bit of stability, too. Absolutely, now. yeah, 100%. And I think – Having that peace of mind as, you know, the quarterback of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes himself, knowing that I'm locked up for the next, you know, 10, 10, 11 years and saying, oh, I, I can just focus on my job and, and not have to worry about this, you know, the negotiations when it comes contract time. Like I'm set for quite some, for quite a while exactly. now. So I can you're just home. Totally, yeah, I'm, yeah, you're, you're home. Exactly. You're at your, where you want to be with the people you want to be with. Let's play football. Like that's that's dangerous, even more dangerous than he already is. Right, and we talked about how he's a stone's throw away from, you know, Texas, from Kansas State. It's not that far, right? It's right. like eight hours, ten hours, whatever have you. So, right, like, this is a – everything about this is like – so, not that, like, it really matters, but I guess my point more to that is just right now he's at home. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's his home. Everything – like, everything's established now, and he's, and he's 24 years old. Yeah, it's extremely settled. It's extremely settled in. How much more comfortable can you can you get? No, everything about that I think is great. It's phenomenal. It's great. So deserving, obviously, too. Yeah, absolutely, too. So it's funny because I didn't see it coming, but I, like it's almost one of those things just as a football fan and as a person that just I wish, respects good business or whatever. I'm just kind of sitting back like, good job. Good job. Yeah. That's a um, win. It's a win-win for both sides. As Michael right. Scott would say, win, win, Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. The win, win, win. <laughs> sorry. I'll tell you what. So speaking of a team that hasn't done, who maybe like just win, 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 that's how many wins they've had over the last decade. It's the Redskins, three wins I feel like they've had. Um, right. They've, they've hit the headlines and, and right. There's, there's a lot you can, you can break down with, with that whole topic. Mm-hmm. I think what I'd like to go with, and this is kind of what bothers me about, about everything going on with, with, I'm fine with them changing their name. Totally. What bothers me is that everyone's like, Oh, you know, good for them for finally changing. I'm like, they're just doing it. Cause FedEx is pulling out. <laughs> like they're like, they're just, if they didn't hemorrhage money, Dan Snyder wouldn't do it. Right, like, which is to me, I think, kind of just what bothers me about this whole thing. I'm just kind of watching this. I'm like, he's just all he cares about is money. Right. So instead of doing it for like the right, yeah, like exactly, not doing it for the right reason, which is what kind of bothers me about it. You know, he's doing it because FedEx is like, oh, hey, by the way, um, we demand change, and oh, by the way, of Nike, yeah, we're removing your merch from our our store until it changes. So exactly. So it's just one of those things where I watch it, and now they're like, oh, you know what? I think we should do the right thing. It's just like. 
it, it's almost like uh what was the quote like when we were a kid if you got grounded or if you got in trouble it's like if you said you're sorry it's like do you mean it like you right. know it's like i'm sorry it's like say, yeah. say it like you mean it that's what it is yeah and it's exactly. like they're not saying it like they mean it they're just like i'm sorry fedex for whatever i did to offend you can you just keep cutting yeah. checks like that's what yeah. it, that's what it feels like to me that the redskins are doing Right. It just doesn't seem genuine because for the points you're saying, because it's all money driven at this point, and instead of it being the right reasons is what it seems like. So and I think ultimately they'll change it. They will. Yeah. I mean, so it's, I'll ask you as, a, as an NFC East foe, is that feel like, is it going to feel weird to have a different name in there? Oh, for sure. Well, it's like the Los Angeles Chargers and the San Diego Chargers or the Las Vegas Raiders, Oakland Raiders. It's like, it takes some time to get used, used to, um, yeah, it will be. It'll be different. Yeah, I'm thinking sure. about that, that's just the first half mm-hmm. of it. That's just the city, <laughs> like let alone the actual name. Like I remember getting like having a hard time with, um, with the the Nationals and the Expos. That's kind of more of like what I feel like when you get great. That was a complete haul. But you know what I mean? Like just like the actual like full change of the name. Well, yeah, but yeah. Like and that's the thing. Like that's that's what you knew that like and yeah and good good for FedEx too for for what they did too. I'm not you know. So I think totally. that's what's it's it's interesting how that's such a Dan Snyder thing too. But I really do think that Ron Rivera being there is good for that just that culture and everything. You can already see how he kind of get, is getting. You know, let's actually take it in that direction for a second. We yeah. talked about how both we're both big fans of Ron Rivera and what he's going to do there. Like especially for you being in the Giants fan, that's not easy for you to just sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, Karen, I think they're going to be good, mm-hmm. um, right? But I think even just seeing him get involved with this, he's really the guy to do a deep culture scrub in a, in a positive way. And I think that's like, that's exactly the antidote that the Redskins need as just, you know, getting rid of Bruce Allen, you know, getting rid of Jay Gruden, right? Like now <laughs> that they have a guy like Ron Rivera who can, can actually like write the ship. I, I think these guys, like they, they might be pretty good next year. And yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but I really think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. Well, Hey, a team that can rally around, whether it's Ron Rivera, Dwayne Haskins or whatever, while they're making this type of change is it, it could be a very dangerous team. And the Redskins have some talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think, and I know, I believe Ron Rivera was saying how he wants to make a change to the name sooner than later, preferably, preferably before the season, which I totally get for numerous reasons, because you want, you want to have that identity. You want to know, you know, who you are and you want to build that culture. And guess what? If they go with a new team name, it's a perfect way to instill a Ron Rivera culture from day one. Yeah. Even more. Absolutely. In a way. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the one thing though. It's interesting because it's like, if you're Ron, like, it's just, I'm trying to think how to put it. I was going to say like, they also probably don't want the distraction of mm-hmm. the, the name being changed. Like the first day of training, like to your point, that's like so. sooner rather than later, so then it's hopefully like for them as players, they can answer the questions. I, think it's, the I think it's a mix of that. And also just because it, it would be the right thing to do. I but I think you hit the nail on the head too. That that can give them some pop going into this year. Yeah. Cause a little extra I mean, buzz. Think about it, like, we're not the Redskins anymore who didn't have like, you know, we've been any junk lately. We haven't really had much, you know, and, uh, and now we're the X, Y, and Z's who we can start our own history right now. You know, like just think about it. That's pretty inspiring. I think if I were a player on the team. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, to speak of inspiring championships are always inspiring. Uh, and, and you, so you, all right, so let's backtrack it for a second. You watched the hot dog eating contest. I didn't, I purposely didn't uh, do highlights cause I felt like it would make everyone sick watching in the chat. Yeah. Um, watching, uh, well, dude, why, why, you eat the, 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 the it's like flying all over the place. It's, it's, it's like Kramer or something like in Seinfeld trying to eat like hot dogs. <laughs> um, but you watched it. 
So I watched the last like two or three minutes because I, I was, I think I was washing a car outside and I was like, Oh yeah, the hot dog contest. And I saw the last three minutes and he, and he broke the you didn't watch the Arsenal. Well, you watched the end of it, right? I saw the last 10 minutes of the Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal game, yeah. And then I went outside and then I caught it. Yeah, exactly. So by the way, can we just completely do a 360 for, or not even three six? We'll do one eighty. I can't because three six would turn all the way around. But perfect. Um, Arsenal's got another game tomorrow. What time? Three o'clock. Oh baby, it's the big one. That's the night game out there. It's eight o'clock their time mm. at home. That's the third <laughs> best team in the league. Alex in the chat. <laughs> hey, so it was irritating. I'll say it. Well, so you know, it's interesting. I I, I always kind of pull. I don't know why. Like I was going like do a single box. Like I always pull. Uh, for someone to just give it a run for his money, but it, it just never happens. And, and uh, so let's pull this up because actually, why we were bringing it up in the first place. So. And this is great. You sent this to me over the weekend. I didn't really – I never thought about this, just how much domination um, Joey Chestnut's had at, on Coney Island, you know, during this hot dog eating contest. So, you know, right, you got – he's won 13 titles for this Nathan's Fourth of July hot dog eating contest, right? Rafael Nadal's won the French Open 12 times. Uh, Bill Russell, and then, you know, right, it goes on and on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Margaret Court and Henry Richard. Richard, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't Henri, know why. Henri Richard, maybe? Is that who Something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> probably, I, yeah. That one, I, I was going to do homework, but I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to own it on the chat. I'm not going to act like sit here. Every once in a while, you got to face some music when you realize that you're an idiot and you don't know stuff, right? So this is <laughs> this is one of those examples for me, someone that won 11 championships. But anyway, um, it puts in perspective, right, how hard it is to win championships. Um, and we know that, obviously, sports fans that love all, uh, an array of sports acts. So – Mm-hmm. And I love what the chat would, would say to this too. So my question is, what would you say is the hard or uh, I, first of all, I said, which would you say is the hardest like championship to win um, in the sports world? Right. So uh, kind of, in a, I mean, I agree, I guess it probably doesn't need to be a whole lot more explanation behind that, but right. I think I, I want to add maybe this caveat, Zach, for, it starts yeah. with the season starting, right. Cause like everyone could be like, Oh, well it's March madness. It's like, well, no, no, I'm, but you could almost argue it's easier to make the tournament though, because you like in the you could suck the entire season and still win your conference tournament, and get in, mm-hmm. right? So you got to factor in the whole road, like how all the games mean something, and da, 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 like right, like like not not just the actual tournament itself, or like saying oh the NHL they just hit each other all playoff long, right? Like got it. So right. to you, what your team's going to entering the season? What which one do you think is the hardest to win a championship <clears throat> from start to finish? Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's the World Series because I just think playing 162 games, that's that's a grueling, grueling schedule, in my opinion, an extremely long season, uh, very stressful, obviously, with your, you know, you're trying to win your division, obviously, and then to get in the playoffs, we all know how it works, uh, you know, but I just feel like the schedule for me is the most grueling part about it. It's not, obviously, it's not a physical sport, but it's definitely a taxing sport on your body, especially if you're a pitcher, and you're, you're, it's just a, I feel like it's a dogfight from start to finish. And then when you get to the playoffs, not only you have to beat a team once, you have to beat them four times, you know, best out of seven. And you had to go through the rounds. It's just, I feel like and by the time it's all said and done, I mean, you're almost playing what, almost 200 games. Yeah. That's a good point. It, it, it It's the one I feel like that, that weans everyone out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, 
it doesn't suffer fools. Yeah, so like you could have more talent. I mean, how many times have we seen a team like the Yankees or even like like the Phillies or whatever in the past where you have all the talent in the world, you make it to the playoffs or you barely make it to the playoffs, and then you get you get out earlier by a team that just seems to have more energy or more of that culture and they get through. I love what the chat said. Not this year though. Sixty games, which I love. It's it's getting exciting. That's true. Um, yeah, with this year, but no, I it, I totally get it. It's funny. Because in a weird, this sounds like ass backwards, but it's like the wrinkle I would throw to, to support your argument. It's like that first series a little shorter. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, it's like that, that, you know, little five game series, like, ooh, ooh, like that's, yeah, a, little, that's a, sh- a little trickier. It's a shot in the arm. Yeah. It's I mean, like, you oh, saw boy. the Nationals knock off of the Dodgers. Yeah. Five and games. Yeah. And who would have thought that? And the Dodgers were, were poised to potentially probably win it. Marlins did it to the Giants in a three. Exactly. No, I mean, but honestly, at that point, that Giants team was stacked. Yeah, no three. They were really good. They won oh. over 100 games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, and I mean, look at the Phillies when they played the Cardinals, when they had all their aces, like they got tripped up in game five, right? Like that's a seven mm-hmm. game series. I'm, I'm sure they win it. Right. Right. So it's, 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 it's just, it feels like it's just mentally extremely taxing. I mean, every sport is obviously, I'm not saying that they aren't, but I just think with baseball, it's just so drawn out and it's like nail biter city. Oh, no, <laughs> I know? totally agree. Yeah. So I'll tell, I'll keep it with you. I'm going to go with actually in it. It's tough. I know this is like the cheesy pick. I'm going with the Super Bowl. Yeah. And and I know everyone's like, eh. wow, did you hear that thunder? I actually just heard that through my headphones. I was pretty cool. So it's coming my way. Right? Yeah. Better watch but, out. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, did you get the storm that was coming through like 20 minutes ago or like an hour ago? I should say that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of storms coming, huh? We do. But anyway, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that point. It's almost like I heard the, thun- the thunder of the, the, the defeat. Uh, no, I mean, right, as a Packers fan, I can tell you I've seen every possible way to get knocked out of the playoffs. And there was a stat at one point in time, I think five of their, of their seven or six uh, exits. I, I'm trying to think when the years were, but mm. it was post-Super Bowl. They had lost on the last play of the game. Oh. Like, whatever that means. So the, whatever, like, the whistle blows, last play happens, game's over, they lose. Like, on that play. Like, so that that's – so that means overtime, last-second field goals. I mean, that's that's – it's horrible. It's extremely so, heartbreaking. And, and then, and then, right, not to make it about like my fandom, which I feel like I've been doing all night tonight. But nice. no, I think when you kind of step back from a Super Bowl perspective, right? Look at look, look at the Eagles for for example. How either road you have, it's pretty tough because like let's start with the with the wild card teams, right? Like it's it's barely impossible. You see the stats show it how hard it is if you're like the sixth seed, you know, to go on the road and win. Like so, there's no, none of that like feeling in the NHL where it's like oh, you know, anyone can win it. So you know, like positioning is important. But on the flip side, you know you're going to get someone's best punch. Like Atlanta gave them that run for their money. That first, that was probably one of the toughest games. I mean, granted, the Patriots was pretty tough. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's – that was – I mean, they were right on the ropes at the end there when Atlanta was going that drive. And and there's plenty of teams. I mean, look, the, the Giants – you guys knocked us out when we were the one seed in, in 2011. There's so many different examples uh, where you can look at it. It's not easy being the one – look at the Saints this year. They were 13-3. They lost to the six-seed Vikings. Like, those teams get pumped. Like, it's it's just a complete gauntlet, kind of. And, and you know what? And exactly to your point, it's kind of the opposite of what I was saying with MLB being, like, long and extended is with football, you got to be on your on your toes and on your game in a very short time period, right? 60 minutes on the field. So it's like you can't slip up or else something bad would happen. It's so one it's almost game. like you need to be even more prepared than you exactly. It's what yeah, that's it. That, you know, honestly, I didn't even think about that. It's one game, winner take all. So it's it's all on the line. Like you can't like if, if you don't if you don't bring it that day, it's over. Right. Isn't, hey, let's get back and try to find our mojo or flow at home. If you're on the road, you're on the road. Like this is it. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, when you look at it, it's, 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 it's I just look at how the Patriots have done it. And I just roll my eyes. I'm like, somehow if you play the <laughs> Texans and no. get a bye and you get home field and you play the Texans in the second round, then sure. All of a sudden it looks a lot more manageable. Right. But no one gets that. Yeah, and speaking of repeats, so what Alex is saying in the chat with the World Series is since 2001, there's been 13 different champions, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. That is a good – I didn't think about yeah. that at all. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No one repeats. No. Yeah, it's very hard. I mean, and, and that's not taking anything away from the Super Bowl, obviously. It just seems like how you said certain teams find a way to get that that path that benefits them. I want to start you – what, the Phillies the closest? They won in 08, and then they, they were right there in that series in 09. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. And the Yankees took it. But yeah, that was a tough World Series. I was so torn. That was a really, I mean, from a, just a baseball fan, it was a really good yeah. one to watch. Oh, it was. Both I, even the Rays one was a really good one. I was so torn, like torn up because I, they're both pretty much my, my teams as weird as it is to say, you know, but. Uh, and, and, you know, people, most people would be like, oh, well, Zach, that's horrible. I know what you mean because you're almost like, you can't almost enjoy it. Yeah, I most yeah exactly. I most didn't really yeah because you're you're mixed emotions. But it's like getting a fine glass of Wisconsin dairy milk, which is delicious if you have cookies. But someone gave you chicken parmesan to wash it down with. It's just like yeah, that, and it's great from Little Italy, well. but you know <laughs> can't have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move forward. So speaking of championships, let's. It's funny we started this and we talked about last week on the show that we wanted to do this as a segment. I feel like this is perfect too because it's it, it's it's something that kind of gets under the table a little bit. Um, there's always those teams that win championships, whether it's even a sport you like or you don't like, and you just kind of look back, you're like, wait, what? Or like, or even like seven years later, you're like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that whole, like, you know, championship or series or whatever. Right. So we broke it down. We decided to pick out which teams we felt like were the most random championships that you just don't like. If someone brought it up and be like, oh my God, you remember when the ball balls went on that run? You're like, kind yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. If you never brought that up until this moment in time, I never will remember they won a championship. Like that's that type of moment. Yeah. So for, for me, mine, we're gonna go back when I'm I'm talking about time frame, we're gonna go back to a pregnancy's worth of time. Nine months ago is the one that I'm forgetting about. <laughs> we're free I forget I keep forgetting the Nationals won the World Series last year, Karen. That's so true. Like on the the other day on the show when we were talking about baseball, I was like, wait who won and then i'm like oh it's the nationals so i was like this this is the perfect fit for some reason i just keep forgetting the nationals won and they're in my own division how's that make sense it's in mine too you're right it's the truth i just i I think part of the problem was is just i think it got overshadowed by all the astros the astros issues probably and then it's just either that or I, i don't i don't know what to tell you it just never really made it mainstream for me and uh, maybe maybe it's something to do with like Bryce Harper not being on the team that year. I, I don't know. They, it was really weird. They 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 played horrible the first month of the season. Then I'm pretty sure they just didn't lose after that. It was just one of those strange runs. And <laughs> and you're right. Like they just they just kind of skated by the Dodgers, right? They they just kind of got by teams, and it was just like, wait, what? Yeah, it, it's like you're telling me the Nationals won the World Series. Like, oh yeah, well, it's funny if you said, oh, there's the banner game. I'm like. In Washington? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. It's as random as the Redskins winning a Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> exactly. And looking at them this year though, they're gonna go back to being their normal selves. They have a pedestrian lineup and all they have is pitching with Scherzer and Strasburg, really. 
if Cinderella was real life, like legit real life, right? Like Cinderella and like whatever the other people in the house, their names were like, right? They're, they're our next door neighbors, right? Like let's say we're, we got a nice house in a bougie area, right? Somehow like the <laughs> landlord gives us really cheap rent. So we decide to room together and across the street, you know, we, we meet the housekeeper, the whole getup, right? Like, and we're just like, wait a minute. You're like, I saw some, you know, pumpkin turn into something last night. Like what the hell's going on out there? And they're like, oh yeah. Like our, our, our maid, she, you know, decided to hook up with the prince of like that castle, like way down there. We're like, <laughs> really? Like, okay. Like, it's like, let's say it's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I feel the nationals. It's like, and you know, they're going to go back. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what are in the flowers tomorrow. Like that's, that's, that's what Cinderella was. Yeah. And I never had a team that I keep forgetting as much as I do with the nationals. And it was literally nine months ago. That's, that's maybe either I'm losing it or it was just that irrelevant. See, I can challenge you there. So what about Oh five? You remember who won the world series in Oh five? Was that the, uh, was it White Sox? Yeah, it was the White, was the White Sox. Look at this. Look at this blurry, low definition highlight right here. Oh, yeah, them winning. Although, hell of a play by Juan Uribe. This is actually a pretty fun team. I'm not going to lie. Like, actually, once I looked up the roster again, I really did enjoy watching them as a kid. I was probably like in like eighth grade when they won. Was Mark um, Burley the, like, the number one pitcher? Mark Burley? Yeah, so. That's right, okay. Get, all right, so I'm trying to, like, Jermaine Dye was out in their outfield. Like, Juan Uribe uh, was, like, their shortstop. Uh, Terahito Aguchi was their second baseman. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys that were was on Was Juan Pierre on that team, or was he still with the, Mar- with the Marlins at that point? <laughs> he was not. Yeah, he was He was with the Marlins still, okay. I believe. Um, you know, so a couple couple of old Phillies, there's Scott Pesednik. Aaron oh. Rowan was Frank was Frank Thomas on that that's Frank Thomas was not on that team. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me actually pull it up real quick. Canerco. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Canerco. Yeah. yeah he was oh, wow. he was the main hitter. Yeah. That was like their like their their. That was uh, a pretty good. All right. So and then on top that you know it's funny though because I was about to, like make some jokes and be like oh no one remembers them Zach they lost one postseason game. What? They swept the DS. They went four and one in the CS. And so they, they swept the Red Sox 3 0. Then they went four and one against the Angels. And then they swept the Astros with like Roy Oswald and all those guys. Oh, my. Lance wow. Berkman. So it was a Craig pretty Vigio, impressive. Jeff Bagwell, all those guys. Jeez. So it was a pretty impressive run. And, and here we are just. <laughs> like with Alex in the chat, right? Yeah. Paul Canerco. I mean, it's a name to behold. I I, I never, you know, it's, it's, it, I never, I, I did not wake up this morning thinking I was going to be talking about Paul Canerco. Let's put it yeah. that way, right? Like, but it's, but, Lo and behold, it's like, oh my God, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that's another thing. It's like with their franchise as a whole, they didn't win a World Series like 2005, yeah, but like they didn't win one until like since 19 like 20 or 1915, like something in the early 1900s. I'm like trying to find the screenshot I took tonight of let's see if I have it because I actually pulled up the roster and it was pretty interesting. <laughs> For oh, the season on. or for from 2005, you're talking from 2005. No, yeah. this year. Um, come yeah, on, Lord. Like, this is so typical. I hate when Paul. things don't work. Yeah, Paul okay, so, and uh, Burley are the two most notable. Oh, wait, so I'm sorry, Frank Thomas was on that team. He did get a ring. I apologize. There you go. Big Frank. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else we missed on there. Oh, AJ Pruszynski was their catcher. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then is your dog barking out there, Ozzy? Yeah, you hear that? Oh, Ozzie. yeah, well, Ozzy Bark. Yeah, it doesn't like the thunder, apparently. Jose Contreras, uh, Jose Contreras was another pitcher for them. John Garland. Oh, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Contreras, he was a stud. He was on the yeah. he, had a, he had a short stint with the Phillies. So it's – oh, yeah, I, though, actually, that's what I was about to say. How many of those guys do the Phillies have sloppy seconds with? <laughs> like Scott Pesednik, which Aaron, I always will love that catch he had against him. I mean, it was unbelievable. He ran yeah. something to the wall. 
Um, yeah. Oh my God. It's funny. I actually saw them play that White Sox team the next year in 06. Oh, really? um, yeah. Yeah. It was Kyle Kendrick's first start, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I like, it's funny. So I wrote down a couple others though. So excuse me. So we got, which sport you want to pick? Do you have any others that you want to go over? Cause I, I decided, I don't know why I just was feeling, you know, oh, you're good. The, only, the, only, the other one that came to my mind was the, uh, the Ravens from, uh, what was it? 2012. Yeah. So I tried to keep this in the last, yeah, exactly. I tried to keep this in the last like 20 years, if you will. Yeah. So I was going to go with that one. I decided it's detour it and I went with Super Bowl 50 for like how sexy it was, you know, supposed to be. And it was, oh, you know, yeah. in, in Levi stadium. And it was just like a very vanilla, uh, like 24, 10 Broncos in, in Carolina who went like 15 and one, but you like, didn't even really remember they went 15 and one. You're just like, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and like, they didn't play well. It's cause like they just, they, I mean, the defense kind of swallowed them up for Denver. It was just, it was not really a great Super Bowl. No, like it, Super Bowl Fifty is like you know in our it's on minds, CBS, which never yeah, is good. In our minds, it's supposed to be like a, an overtime game-winning field goal or final drive push, not a double-digit, no, fairly dominating win. <laughs> so, and it's funny because I actually kept you know that what this exercise actually taught me was how this past year most of the champions have been kind of for like they're going to be kind of forgetful. I mean, in a sense, right? I kind of forgot the Raptors won the finals. It's the same thing as the Nationals, divisional team for me. And I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's – wait, what? Like, it's that feeling again. Yeah, and I mean, obviously fans in those areas are going to say we're, we're biased or whatever, but it's just like in general. it's like Yeah, just, no, just, and, know. and I would challenge those people. I want, and first of all, say it if you feel that way. But but second yeah. of all, if you, if you feel that way, look, look up the list. It's like – especially here's another one I have. Virginia, for example. You forget they beat Texas Tech last year in the tournament. Yeah. Totally. It's like, oh, West. I mean, you know, I'm not West Virginia. Virginia's been great, but the thing is, it's like you just don't really remember them winning a national championship. You always remember them like coming up short against Duke or UNC or whatever. And then when you look at the list, all the teams at once, it's like Villanova, UNC, Duke, UNC, Villanova, Villanova, UConn, UConn, UConn. It's like yeah. <laughs> Louisville, like Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. It's like mm-hmm. it's just it, there's like this Kansas is in there, and it's like there's like five teams, seven teams that are just all over it in that list. And you're like, oh, the, oh, Virginia, that's right. You know, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just kind of gets lost in the crowd, unfortunately. Not, then, not taking anything away from them, but yeah. And then, honestly, the two crazy ones I have is hockey. Back-to-back years. 06, when the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Edmonton Oilers in seven games. <sighs> and then in 07, when the Anaheim Ducks beat the Ottawa Senators in five games. Like, who the hell remembers that? Yeah, that that's strange. Those are that's a, those are very rare ones if, for me. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. If I said who won those seven Stanley Cup, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have no idea. Yeah. Um. All right, but also, speaking of that, let's let me ask you this. All right, let's let's move into to, to some golf chatters. We kind of wrap up the show tonight. Yeah. Um. The final ten minutes. We as we round the turn, as they say, we got we got we got still got Mojo Monday and stuff to get through. So. Um, all right, your boy Bryson DeChambeau, Saki. My boy. He, uh, I, I don't know if he's your boy. I just I believe he golf. You, I mean, I don't like mind you him. know him. Yeah, I don't You're, mind. Is him. he your boy? What do, what do you feel about? Him? Let's actually let's let's open the that's a perfect way. Let's open the segment up. Is he your boy or what, what what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, so personally, at first I didn't like him, but he's grown on me over the last year or two. Um I I do like him. I think as a person, he's just a he's a very like warm, nice dude, very friendly. Um, a little bit sensitive to criticism, I will say, but he's human, right? So basically, are. yeah. So for those who didn't watch, uh, Bryson Chambeau won the Rocket Mortgage Classic this weekend uh, in Detroit at 2,300 par. 
dominating, dominating, dominating performance. Um, so he, this guy's known to be like a, a scientist type of person where all of his club lengths are the same length, except for like his driver. Um, he's, he's done a lot of unique things with his swing. It's a very robotic thing, but notably this year he's gained, I think 40 pounds. He looks like, I don't know if you, if you've seen it or not, my re- re- recent article, he looks like a middle linebacker on the golf course. Oh, he looks um, jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So basically he's trying to reinvent like his whole body type now. This weekend, he averaged 350 and a half yards every drive off the tee. Shattering. So the previous record for the furthest distance off the tee for a, a, you know, a tournament weekend was 341 by Tiger in 2005. So like DeChambeau is like putting himself in a league of his own right now. And it's really paying off. Um, he's finished. He's played in 11 events in this season so far. Eight of them top tens. Like this guy is. He's, cons- he's, I was about to say he's been in the woods for, yeah. for everything, right? Like, yeah, he's a cons- he's a consistent machine at this right point. Right in the thick time. of it. Yeah, and if you and after his win this weekend and his performance, he's actually now the favorite in all three majors for the rest of this year for 2020. It's so funny. I love what the chat. Let's hear it for steroids. It, I was kind of about to say that. Like, is someone, there any? Someone mentioned that to me the other day too. That that could be possible. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. He seems like a nice guy, but hey, guess what? So did Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and all those people. So I wouldn't be, you know, I, yeah, right. Nothing would surprise me at this point in time. I'm, I've reached my cynical stage in my fanhood. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let me let me ask you this. So, um, oh, look at okay, that. Okay, it's not steroids. <laughs> with his father about? Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, hey, um, <laughs> you got a little egg McMuffin diet. <laughs> hey, well, he he did he did push out his diet actually. I don't know if you saw. Well, I was gonna say. Well, he also almost basically pushed out a cameraman out of a job essentially. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. All right, let me ask you about that, right? Because we golf, we get frustrated. Let me. I'm gonna play the clip too. So I got it got the audio and everything queued up. Um, I'm gonna play real quick what he said afterwards. Alto, real quick before I said, why don't you give a little backdrop real quick on on what he said beforehand though. Yeah, so basically what happened was is Bryson was in the bunker and he hit a bad shot and he did like the old Sergio Garcia like like jackhammer swing with his wedge in in the the sand trap. And Done that the, a few times. Yeah, and the cameraman, um, the cameraman was all up in his face about it. Not in his face. He was he was just recording him like a cameraman's supposed to be doing. And Bryson took it too personally. So I don't know if you want to cue the clip from there. Yeah, because you know, he, he had some things to say. Yeah. There was something that happened. I mean, nothing crazy, but I had a cameraman that was filming me after um, I had a bad bunker shot and whipped the sand a little bit, which shouldn't have done. That was dumb. But at the end of the day, you know, he, he was literally watching me the whole entire way up, you know, after getting out of the bunker, walking up next to the green. And I just was like, sir, what is the need to, to watch me that long? I mean, I understand that, but it, it's his job to, you know, video me. But at the same point, I think we need to start protecting our players out here compared to showing, you know, a potential vulnerability and, and hurting someone's image. I just don't think that's necessarily the right thing to do. Not like I was going to do anything bad. It's just it's one of those things that I hope he respects, you know, my privacy as much as we're out here performing. I think it's necessary that uh, we have our times of privacy as well when things aren't going our, our way. I mean, you know, we're in the spotlight, and uh, if somebody else is in the spotlight, they, they wouldn't want that either. You know, it's something about respect. I think it's, it's necessary on that end. Um, you know, so for me, I feel like it's one of those things that, uh, you know, we had a conversation and it was all good after that. I feel like when you're videoing someone and, and you know, you catch Tiger at a bad time, you show him accidentally doing something or someone else or, 
you know, they're just frustrated because they really care about the game. Um, it can really hurt them if they catch you at potentially vulnerable time. We're not necessarily, we're not, we don't mean anything by it. We just care a lot about the game. And for that to damage our brand like that, just, that's not cool in the way we, way we act. Because if you actually meet me in person, you know, I'm not too bad of a dude, I don't think. Um, you know, so that's the, that's the thing I hope we can you know, get to the point where uh, everybody understands that we just care a lot about the game. We want to do well. We, we, we are passionate about what we do. And Yeah, all right. So, I mean, it's, it's funny when you break it down. <laughs> Normally, this is the type of guys I, like, rip on with comments like that where he's, you know, saying, like, you know, I have to film everything I'm doing, da da da, da. I kind of, I'm kind of with them on this, especially as someone that, that gets pissed off when I work, gets pissed off when I play golf. <laughs> if golfing was my job, I'd be getting pissed off left and right, and I would appreciate that. Maybe a little bit too, you know? Really? See, I'm, I'm against it big time. I feel like, hey, if you want to be the guy who, you know, is hitting bombs and doing this and, and drawing this attention, you want to be the superstar, you have to deal with the superstar attention. Show that you're human. Sure, whatever. If you get a little irritated, look at everything Tiger Woods has had to go through where he'll, he'll you know, say an expletive or whatever and everyone catches it on camera and no one and all the other stuff off the field that he's been through with the spotlight. And, I mean, has he complained about it? No, because it's something that you sign up for when you're going to be this great of a player. So, to me, it's more just handle yourself like an adult. Okay, if you slip up, big deal. It happens. We're all human. Like, just try not to do it. Yeah, I feel like going. I feel like it's almost you have to break it in half, right? Like going after the camera guy. I get that. Like I'm with you. I I, I think that's just bush league. It's like that's his job. <laughs> his job is to literally film you all the time, right? right. So, but on the, but on the flip side, I think there's some validity to that. I think he probably put it really poorly, but I think there's some validity to. It. I feel like he. What's the word I'm looking for? Like right, like like I said, it's one of those things where we all have our moments. And I, I feel like, you know, it's, I feel weird saying this. You're right, like, I'm sitting here, right? I'm like, Zach, we had moments where we're all not okay. No, I'm not trying to be that guy either. It's just like, I get it. There's times where I want to snap my club. And you see me play. You see me play last Wednesday or two Wednesdays ago where I beat my club in that barn and Moccasin Run because I was so pissed off because that, like, we have our moments. So I, I guess I thought he did. I, but the thing is, it's not his spot to say that. Right. He, it's like he, Mitch Trubisky asking to turn the TVs off. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he just, just own it. And it's really not even that big of a deal. Like, okay. So you hit your club in the sand, like, like, yeah, it's not a, the best look for you, but people are going to see your accomplishments and your driving and your wins more than they're going to see your little one t- temper tantrum. So like, don't draw more attention to it than what needs to be, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, and the guy, right, like you said, the guy was just doing his job too. So don't, you can't fault him for being a cameraman doing his job. Exactly. So I don't get like that's someone that I always feel bad for cameramen. Like that whole like don't shoot at the messenger. I feel like that's exactly what cameramen are. I feel so bad for them when they're in those moments when they have to capture everything. I don't know. It, it it's it, it's tough. But all right, let's also we got some Mojo Monday, right? You know, we got some positivity. You got you got yours. Uh, I was going to double down on what yours was. I think we could both hammer that one. You feeling it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's take it away. So- I want you to yeah. Yeah, I well, also so obviously he's a you know from the Philadelphia area. Um, but this is awesome. Oscar Limbaum, crushing cancer, kicking its ass, finishing up uh, his his uh, cancer treatments for uh, Ewing sarcoma uh, last week, right before the weekend. And yeah, I'll even play the video for you, Zach, of him uh, ringing the bell. Just awesome. I mean, you just take it all in, hearing the crowd cheering and stuff. It's just um, the nurses obviously helped him. Thank you guys. That's a special. Thanks, everything. I actually got a gift for you guys. Oh, yeah. 
So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think when, first of all, when I heard that news, it was horrible. I think just, just to see, just to hear that, especially with everything going on in the world, it, that was, I thought just probably like the best way to kind of wrap up, you know, get the mojo Monday going a little bit, you know, especially, well, you know, and, and if, so if Arsenal wins tomorrow, that's, we're just going to keep going with we'll the mojo. We're going to turn up Tuesday. There we go. Oh yeah. We're going to be, we're going to get really excited. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. So I think if I had to add, it's Zion Williams, Williamson's birthday. Did you know that? I did not know that. There we go. So uh, he's got some mojo going into the NBA playoffs. Maybe do you we'll think see. The, do you think the Pelicans are going to have any run at the playoffs? By the way, for let's just for whatever, just doing a rogue segment here. I mean, they they have a decent squad. I could see it, but the West is so so damn tough. And the fact that they're doing the whole play-in series thing for teams that finish in the top four of the you know those eight games they're playing. Remember we were talking about that. Um, yeah. I it's it's gonna be a gauntlet. I don't know. Well, I can see it, but I'm not too confident. Like, I'm not too sure. By the way, I feel like there's more and more of these Sixers videos coming out where it's like, oh, by the way, did you see Ben Simmons shot more? It's like, I, I am – who are they trying to fool at this point? <laughs> like, right. I, like, even – like, I saw today, I woke up and I saw 97.5, uh, the Fanatic, their poll was like, uh, what are you more focused on, Ben Simmons shooting videos or Joel Embiid saying he's watching his diet? I don't give one iota. It, it, it's like, right? Like, it's like, yeah, oh, my just God. Play it. Just play How many game. times are they going to play this on us? It's literally like, – it, we say this all the time. It's a relationship. Where the person's just saying, oh, I've changed. I've changed. No, you have not changed, and you won't change. That's literally what it is. I mean, I, oh, I, well, it's fine. I just destroyed the Mojo Monday. Well, there goes but, the Mojo. Everyone. All right, I'll tell you. All right, <laughs> let, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll table it there um, for tomorrow. So, so real quick, if you want to follow and subscribe to us, check us out. Um, you can follow us a little hard up there to the left. We would love it. Uh, subscribe to the right. Um, we love that love, too, especially if you got Amazon Prime. It's always everyone wins. It's like that win-win-win thing you were saying earlier, Zach, right. where everyone right. wins, right? It's free. Amazon wins. I don't know how they would win, but they're, they'll win somehow because they're Amazon. But anyway, um, give us a follow. And if not, you don't have Amazon Prime. It's $4.99. But uh, also, social media, right? You want to check us out. Um, if you miss any of our episodes uh, on Twitch, you can check us out on Spotify and iTunes. All of our audio episodes are, are recorded down there. Thanks to Zach. Uploading them after every one of our shows. Uh, and if you want to check us out on social media, we've got some fun stuff on there. So for anyone that missed it, we actually did an Amazon $100 gift card giveaway. What was it, last week, Zach? Was it last Monday we did it? Last Monday, yeah. So we're, right. we're, uh, we're conjuring up another giveaway to either do this week uh, or next week. Um, but just check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, and for everyone that's watching us on our website or other platforms, check us out on our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash get underscore sidetracked. And if you're on our church channel, check us out. We got some good articles, some fun stuff uh, on our website, www.get-sidetrack.com. We're also getting uh, some gear together, right, Zach? We got some stuff in the mail. We're starting to kind of get the polos and the t-shirts and stuff. We're getting it all together here. So we'll yeah, look we more might, official. Might have some pretty cool, uh, some pretty cool hats coming in on Friday. We'll see. You'll have to stay tuned. I love it. Yeah. So for anyone that's just joined, so we'll be back on the air uh, tomorrow at seven o'clock Eastern time. Uh, and then Thursday as well. And so we're talking about once football starts, man, oh man, we're going to start. I feel like we're going to start to do this like every night with oh, all the I content gonna be coming out. Oh, I no, mean, I just really wait. with everything coming back. It's like, we're like two weeks away from, I feel like everything just going boom. I know the world is, it seemed well, world is, is, it appears to be getting semi back to normal with sports, but we'll, we'll see. I love Cal Cal. I love your comment in there too. Just what, what, I just can't wait to watch, watch football and eat Cheetos. That, exactly. Like what? That's the world I want to live in. There you go. My, <laughs> my, the Dr. Pepper too. There you go. So I don't do the Cheetos cause my hand, my hands get cheesy on the, the controller, but I'll do cheese. It's. See, I'll she, do both. See, you need paper towels. Just get the paper towels. That's all it is. Yeah, you're right. Or get some, some hand paper wipes. towels. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. You're fine. But it's it's a commitment. It's not just a commitment, but you also feel a little selfish taking the entire roll of paper towels and bringing them right but to I guess the like, couch. 
but to the point to that point it's like well if it's if a good game is on why would i need to change the channel so i don't need to touch the remote see that's another part of it so okay. that's why cheetos actually are a perfect football they're the okay. best snack for at least football i have the i have all the sports i'll sign so up like for that say, or maybe some doritos same concept with the and, and especially you're right you're not you're not losing too much if you just flip the thumb to the left to go back to red zone you're gonna go perfect oh yeah <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank everyone for, for checking us out tonight. Um, so like I said, we'll be back on the air at seven o'clock tomorrow, Eastern time. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a lot of football. So yeah, we already got a little stuff to, uh, queued up. Zach, so we've got show versus street, obviously tomorrow. Um, and then we'll have a lot of football chatter and a lot more. So just check us out on social media and uh, it should be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank everyone for watching and we'll see you in the living room again tomorrow night. Cheers everyone.